with Paul had asked me before December 2011 to talk about listening to God, I'd have had nothing to say. But I got my courage up and went to my first quiet day at Harn Hill in Sirencester. And little did I know back then that God had plans for that day. And most unexpectedly, during the quiet, I could hear Jesus. And although I say hear, it was a silent voice, but it was very clear. So clear I could write down what he said. I actually wondered if I was going mad. And the next day I got my courage up and I said to my son, Scott, this is what happened yesterday. Do you think I'm going mad? Well, mum, it does sound a bit like you are. <laughs> and then he said, actually, quite a lot of the Bible is words that God has spoken to people. And maybe God still speaks. And I learned later that my son and my daughter had discussed whether I could actually have a brain tumour. <laughs> so in 2012, after that um, start, I explored quiet days and I went on 12 of them. And it slowly became that rather than prayer being a long list of things that, God, will you do this for me? God, will you do this for that person? I could actually at times be still and hear what was on God's heart. For me, it's been a bit of a discipline to learn to be still and quiet before God. And the first time I went on a three-day silent retreat, a friend bet me 50 pounds that I wouldn't manage. <laughs> I now try to do a Lectio Divina every morning, and it's an ancient way of reading the Bible and praying that just makes it easier for me to be open to what God might be saying and I'll share three little examples. I obviously love my daughter, Kate, and when she went for prayer ministry at Harn Hill last November, I had a long list of things I was asking God to do for her. Um, and then as I was praying, I said, what do you want me to pray for, God? And he very clearly said, I want to remove her prickles. Do you want to pray for that? So, of course, I prayed. The next day, Kate told me that at the beginning of her prayer ministry time, God gave her a picture of a conquer and said, I'm going to remove the outer prickly layer and I'm going to leave the beautiful, smooth conquer. What an awesome God. Some of you know that I spend half my year in Malawi working as a missionary doctor. And I usually go for two lots of three months. And in November last year, on my way to the airport in the long way, I went with a friend to church. And during the worship, I felt God just guiding me that this year I should do one lot of six months. But at Heathrow the next morning, when my daughter picked me up, she absolutely burst into tears and cried for ages and had really missed me. And I'd only been gone three months, so I thought, oh, I must have heard God wrong. Dismissed the idea of six months. But on a little retreat in January, again I felt God nudge me, but it was to be six months. So I booked my flights 28th of February, 
to 28th of August. What I had no idea of was that my son and his wife were trying for their first baby. So I got home two or three weeks ago on the 29th of August and beautiful Emily Rose was born last Sunday morning. God knew and in his tremendous kindness, he guided me to be in the UK. We serve a wonderful God. And last example, during one prayer time in Malawi in May, I heard God say that my Bible and my anointing oil should be my constant companions. So I took them to work that day. My anointing oil in Malawi is actually olive oil eardrops. <laughs> um, that morning I saw an eight-year-old girl, Bridget, as a patient. A missionary nurse had texted and asked if I'd see a complicated girl, and I'd said, yes, I'm not a pediatrician, but there are a few doctors around. Bridget's muscles weren't working properly, and she got more and more weak over about three months, and she couldn't stand without help, and she could only walk very slowly. She couldn't get up on the couch for me to examine her. Bridget is lovely. She smiled her way through all the tests that I did. And at the end of the consultation, I suddenly remembered that olive oil in my cupboard. So I asked Bridget and her dad if they would like me to anoint Bridget and pray for healing. And they said yes. And I felt exceedingly silly. One minute a professional doctor, and the next minute completely out of my depth because British doctors do not pray and anoint. But somehow it was part of God's plan. I managed to get advice from an American pediatric rheumatologist and I treated Bridget as best I could. I saw her in August just before I left. Her dad says she can now fetch water and carry it on her head she can sweep the floor, she can walk to school, and she'd even been to a wedding and been dancing. Again, what an awesome God. In this country, as we did this morning, we often give people a clap for doing well. In Malawi, we often give God a clap. So let's give God a clap. thinking that uh, maybe the thing to share would be that sense of discernment about when a picture is from God or when, when you feel God is saying something to you that you should share with somebody else and when not to, because it's really hard to know, isn't it? How do we know it's God speaking, as, as both Gary and Bryony have said? Um, I was thinking of a friend that I have prayed with and had a picture for her and I shared that picture with her and she found it really helpful and it helped her in a decision she was making. But another time when I was praying for her and she wasn't there, um, I had a picture for her, which as soon as I thought about it, I thought well, that's rather difficult because um, this was praying about something to do with her future, but she'd already chosen a different path to that one. You know, should I share this with her? Because you know, this, she made a very difficult decision. Maybe this isn't helpful. So I decided to keep it to myself and just sit on it for a while 
um, and just and maybe talk to other people about it and see whether they thought I should share it or not. And uh, the others thought maybe not. Um, and so I'm still kind of sitting with that picture, um, but I just feel that it's not the right thing to do. Now, I could be wrong, um, and it's really hard to know, isn't it? But all we can do is just keep offering ourselves to God and asking him to guide us. So I pray that if that is a picture that that friend needs, then I will perhaps get that green light to go ahead with it one day, um, but maybe not at the moment. Um, and another reason why we might not share a picture with somebody or share some sort of guidance is because it just seems so silly, like the idea of um, Bryony's prickles um, just seems a bit weird, doesn't it? Particularly if you feel God is asking you to actually tell the person about it. So once I was at a church weekend away and uh, we were having a time a bit very similar to this and somebody came up and said, um, I feel really stupid saying this, but I'm really sure that God wants me to tell you that for somebody, he'd had a picture of lots of string hanging down from the ceiling. And he said, I keep telling God that what, what a silly idea, you know, so I'm not sharing this and it keeps coming back to me. So here I am, he said, you know, God, make of it what you will. And he went and sat down. And then later on, uh, somebody else in the congregation came and told him that they had had a very strong picture of being feeling like a puppet um, and being controlled by things that God didn't want them to be controlled by anymore and that he wanted to cut those strings and set them free. So that silly picture was exactly what that person needed to hear. Um, and so I guess what I'm encouraging myself to do and, and everybody else is that when we are quiet, sometimes strange things come into our minds when we've committed ourselves to listen to God um, and not to be afraid of what they are and not to think, well, that can't be God because that's ridiculous. Maybe to write them down um, and maybe just to seek advice or just to sit on it and ask God, do you really want me to show that person this idea or do you really want me to dwell on this idea you've given for me? Um, and we'll never get it right all the time, but we can trust in God because as Bryony said, he is an awesome God. So not to be afraid of the seemingly silly pictures that we sometimes get given. Um, but how amazing if God can speak to us in these ways. And I believe that he can speak to all of us in these ways, whether it's through a word of scripture or a picture. Some of us are more visual. Some of us are more about words. Sometimes you might be given a word for somebody. Um, and how crazy that I don't often remember to ask him for this gift amazing how many times I must have just missed out on something that he could have shared with me or shared for somebody else um, but I never thought to ask because I was too busy with my own concerns so an encouragement to me and to everybody else to keep listening and not to be frightened by strange things thanks Anita and we can't dictate to God when he might speak to us or how he might speak to us but we believe he does want to speak to us. So we're just going to give God opportunities to speak to us now. We're going to sing together um, a song to be in your presence, to sit at your feet, and then just take a few minutes, probably about 10 minutes, just to sit at the feet of Jesus, just to be still. Um, not with any particular agenda, trying to put other things aside, but just allowing him to speak to us. And it may be that he gives us a word of scripture. It may be that there's a particular image that comes into our mind that may speak to us in some way. It may be that he brings a particular situation we're in to mind and prompts us in some way in the way in which we might respond to it. 
whatever, let's be open. And um, at the end of that time, there will be an opportunity for anyone who wants to, to share, but equally, you may feel that God's given you something which is just for you, or you're not sure whether it's quite right for this evening or whatever. Feel free to write things down. There are pens and uh, paper um, on each side of the church as well. There are Bibles if particular scriptures come to mind. Um, but let's just be ready for God to speak to us, perhaps in ways we've never even experienced before. So let's sing together. Let's stand to sing. And then uh, we'll be seated after that for a few minutes as we seek to hear God's voice.